Hi, IF Journal watchers, listeners, and joiners. Um, I am so happy today to be bringing you my Intermittent Fasting Journal podcast, episode five slash week five. Um, I am a little bit behind on the recording. I have all my notes. I'm just having trouble getting my recordings done in a timely manner with some other products that I have uh, coming out on other on my other blogs as well. So um, I do have the update and the results of week five. So if you remember right, week four was last week's episode about uh, intermittent fasting on my vacation. So that was about my week in Disney World and how I incorporated intermittent fasting and so forth. Um, super excited about it because it was the first vacation I can ever remember my entire adult life not thinking about, well, if I do this, when I get home, I can take it off by doing this. And if I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to count. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to eat anything I want and then eat everything you want and eat terribly and eat boatloads of food because when you come home, the party's over, right? So anyway, I told about that in episode four and uh, just really, really loved intermittent fasting um, as part of my vacation. And it actually was uh, a success, as you'll hear um, if you go back and listen to episode four. Um, so week five, uh, first of all, starting out with what I did uh, during week five. I came, I was coming off a of vacation with um, maybe a two pound law again, maybe not that much, but I knew that when I opened my eating window, I widened it during my vacation. Um, I knew that I wouldn't lose weight that week, and I knew that there's a chance that I could gain a little bit of weight. Now, you know, I, I understand a lot about weight and so forth after, you know, 40 years of dieting. Um, but uh, so I know that in six days, I more than likely didn't eat 7,000 calories more than what I needed over those six days, and that's what it would take to gain two real pounds. So usually, you know, if you gain something fast like that, you can, and it's not a lot, you can take it off fast. And, um, and so that's, you know, what I set out to do as soon as I got home. Uh, so I went back to my 19.5. If you remember when I was in Disney and at the Plexus Leaders Retreat, I was doing some um, 18.6, some 16.8, uh, and um, so forth. But this is five weeks into intermittent fasting at this point, and I've only had one day in five weeks that I didn't at least fast for 16 hours. And so I think about the other, you know, other diets that I've been on, uh, you know, HCG, where very, very low calorie, um, low carb, keto, low fat, low calorie. Um, does that about cover it? <laughs> um, and different combinations of those. And I think about how, uh, um, you, I never kind of did it on vacation. In other words, I never said, well, I'm still going to stay with this plan. I'm just going to modify it. So instead of having 40 carbs a day or 50 carbs a day, I will have 100. Or instead of having more like what I have now uh, with being on the Plexus supplements, even when I'm low carb, my low carb is 60, 80 sometimes even 100. It's definitely under 100, but it's more in the 60 to 80 carb range. And never have I ever gone on a vacation and just 
modified my eating plan and still stayed with it, but with a modified version of it. Because, partly because my all or nothing nature, which I know many of us with weight problems, that is our, that is our nature, the all or nothing approach to it. So partly because of my approach to it, and partly because vacation was seen as a free-for-all, as I mentioned a little bit ago. So I don't, I've, I don't remember ever going on vacation and saying, well, I'm still going to calorie count, but instead of having 1,500, I'm going to have 2,200, and I'm just going to maintain. I'm not going to gain. Or I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to, instead of having 80 carbs a day, I'm going to have 160 or 120 or any kind of modification there, but still be moderate and not have a weight gain, at least not a true weight gain, and not have, um, you know, this whole going, you know, going crazy and eating so badly uh, on vacation. I've never done that before. So the fact that I was able to just still do IF, but just modify it, you know, widen my eating window and narrow my fasting window was phenomenal to me. I, I still just cannot believe that I went on vacation and I was on a diet, all right? Um, and I didn't come home terrible, you know, bloated and horrible feeling and all of those things like you often do from just eating and eating and eating. I can remember vacations where, you know, when I was on the way home, it was like, it's tomorrow, tomorrow I'm back. I'm back to low car calorie or I'm back to low carb. And you're just gas station and, and and um, gas station and restaurant and fast food and, and all the junk that's in the car because it's almost over. So um, that was really, really a delight <laughs> to have that um, as we traveled home from vacation. Um, and just the whole vacation was just different. So, but now I'm back on the fifth week to 19.5. And I also um, had two things in my mind and I'm still experimenting with this. So I will keep you posted on it. That's part of the journal is to keep you posted as I learn. I don't claim to know everything about this by any means, but, um, and that is, Two things. Number one, I knew I wanted to take off those two pounds fast uh, because I didn't want to spend two weeks trying to lose those two pounds, which, you know, you don't usually have to, but I really didn't have to with this. So partially because of that and then partially also because we're coming into holidays at this at the fifth week mark to I think it was two weeks before Thanksgiving. So at the fifth week mark, I was coming into holidays and knowing that even though I'm going to be really doing well with IF. I'm going to keep on going, uh, keep on losing. I don't, I know I won't gain weight during the holidays because I don't gain weight during the holidays anymore. Um, uh, uh, that video is at the blog, Donna Reese. It's called seven, seven ways I avoid holiday weight gain. So I knew, uh, the article and video is at DonnaReese.com. So I knew I wasn't going to gain, gain weight. Um, but at the same time, I want to keep losing. I don't want to stop the momentum that I've started to get already in five weeks of intermittent fasting. So I decided for those two reasons that I was going to incorporate some low carb uh, into it. And there are a lot of people who do low carb with intermittent fasting. Now, I don't think you have to do low carb. I don't think you have to do a certain type of eating protocol. I don't think you have to count anything but your time to be successful with intermittent fasting. But I know with my, uh, you know, small weight gain there and with the holidays coming up, I decided to incorporate some low carb again. So I am doing three days a week of low carb and four days a week of not considering, you know, any counting. So the counting is one of the things that was really 
you know, those of us who've been lifelong dieters, the counting was one of those things. It was just like, yes, giving up the counting, you know, not counting calories, not counting carbs, not counting fat grams, you know, not not counting exercise minutes even anymore for me. Um, I do my seven and a half minutes of T-tap four days a week, and then once or twice I do a longer T-tap, and that I don't have to count the minutes or the hours or the steps or anything like that. This is just what I'm doing because I'm tired of counting. I think that if you are not tired of counting, counting is good. I think any type, any kind of accountability in our lives is good for the most part. And so, you know, it can get to be too much, which is what I was feeling. So, but other than counting my hours of fasting, my hours of eating, and eyeballing my carbs those three days a week, I uh, didn't do any other counting. Um, I also started experimenting in this fifth week as a result of my vacation with earlier eating windows. I know in some of the big groups, uh, they talk about different people doing different windows. And some people, I'm really shocked. Some people have like a, a 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. And they'll have, you know, what they call OMAD in that time, one meal a day. And they'll do that in that four-hour window or that five-hour window. And that always surprises me when I see people doing that. Let me adjust this a little bit. That always surprises me when I see people doing that because I think that from two until bedtime would be very hard for me not to eat. But when I talk about earlier windows, I'm talking about adjusting it in such a way that it is adaptable according to your schedule that day. I did this when we went to Disney and to Leaders Retreat, and I found that it was really nice. I would just say, okay, we are going, you know, we have a lunch reservation at 1.30. I'm going to eat from 1.30 to 7.30, and I had a six-hour window. Um, like I said, I expanded my win my eating time at on vacation. But I'm going to eat from 1.30 to 7.30, and then I'm going to be done until the next day. And so um, I really played around with that a lot at Disney World and realized that it wasn't that hard. Now, if you remember earlier, in an earlier episode, I said that I was counting my fasting hours, and I wasn't counting my eating hours. I think it was. No, I was counting my eating hours. And I was focusing on only eating five hours every 24-hour period. If you want to have varying windows, so like one day you're going to open it at 1.30 and you're going to end it at 6.30 or whatever that might be, in order to do that, you really have to pay attention to both. So that was a little bit challenging, a little bit more challenging as far as, um, you know, I want to fast at least 18 hours. I prefer to fast closer to 20 every day. And I know I don't lose at 16 hours of fasting. So I know that I need to fast for at least 18. My, um, my goal, my average is 19 hours of fasting. So if I want, if you want to have a varied window, eating window. So in other words, today I'm going to eat at, I'm going to have a late lunch with friends. Um, after I get done teaching at 2.30, okay, then that means that my window, my closing of that will be 2.30 to 7.30. I'm just going to stick with the 19.5 as an example. And so that means my window has to shut at 7.30, and I start fasting again at 7.30 that evening. Well, then that means that if I want to fast 20 hours tomorrow, you know, in the next 
in the next 24 hours. If I want to fast 20, I have to go 7.30, 6.30, 5.30, 4.30, I can't eat before 3.30 the next day. So I say all this to say, um, I say all this to say that you can do varying windows. And I've been doing varying windows since I got home. And I open it up earlier on the weekends, like I'll start eating at one or two or three on Saturdays, on Sundays. I start eating at three or four on Saturdays, as opposed to maybe starting at five. But if you want to do that, you'll have to just pay close, to, depending on your how many fasting hours you want and how many eating hours you want, you'll have to just pay attention to both. All right, so that is what I did. 19.5, low carb for three days, no other counting except for my hours and eyeballing the carb counting there. Um, earlier windows as needed and as desired, and then also watching both the fasting and the eating windows. So um, to me, I can go like 16.8 on the weekends, but um, that's just I just end up with too much food. And, uh, you know, the whole process, you have to remember that the the process of intermittent fasting is not simply eating in a small window so you eat fewer calories. If we're going to do that, we can just go on Weight Watchers or some kind of calorie controlled diet and we can count calories. Right. We could do that and you could eat anytime you want and you wouldn't even think about it. But that is not the only way that your body loses weight through intermittent fasting. You lose weight because after the 12 hour mark, your body starts burning. It starts burning ketones and it starts burning your own body fat. And so because of that, we want to take advantage of the longer fasts. And so 16-8 whether it didn't work for me because it was too many calories in the eight hour eating window or whether it didn't work for me because I wasn't allowing my body to burn enough of its fat. I don't know, but I do know that when I get to 19 hours, things start to happen. So that, so with this, if I want to vary my eating windows, like I did this week, then I, in the fifth week, I'm going to have to um, count both fasting and eating, which isn't hard, especially for those of us who counted everything under the sun. Oh my word, I can remember these charts with everything being counted. So, anyway, all right, I want to move into results. Um, I did lose my vacation weight over the first two days. So, um, like I said, I was doing low carb, which for me is about 80, 60 to 80 carbs. It's not really, really low, it's not keto. I don't do keto because keto is low carb, high fat, which means I'm having a lot of calories. And so if you don't stay keto all the time, that's very, very detrimental. I talk about that in the seven ways to avoid holiday weight gain. So um, I don't do keto, but I do low carb, 60 to 80 carbs, three days a week. The other four days, I don't even consider it. I don't even count at all. I just eat whatever I want. Um, I'm up to four pounds in five weeks, which might not sound that great, except you have to remember that I've been very slow. Uh, Plexus for two years. The three years prior to that, I was trying to do low carb slash keto, never had a weight loss, never had a net loss. Then two years of Plexus, I've had lost a pound a month, which has been great because I've just gradually lost and kept it off, which is really amazing. But Four pounds in one month is very significant for me. So I was really thrilled about that. Also, I talked about this a little bit earlier, and that is the whole idea of empowerment through intermittent fasting. Um, I uh, 
love success. I love completion. I love uh, hitting my goals. It's 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 addictive to me to <laughs> to another addiction. Oh no, it's addictive to me to set out on and and set goals and list the things to do and um, you know each week I set out my goals for that week of what I'm going to complete and as far as my three blogs and my products and my teaching and my supplement business so all of that is just intermittent fasting is such an immediate uh, empowerment and I think it's I, I don't know if it's because um, counting calories and counting carbohydrates and having so many restrictions in in past dieting, I don't know if it's because that has is kind of depressing, um, you know, just to do that your whole life and still be, in my case, you know, 30 pounds overweight um, can can really be depressing. And so, uh, I think, and I also think because it is a daily success, and I don't understand how it's different than carb counting or calorie counting in the daily success because if you get if you meet your carb goal you have a daily success if you meet your calorie goal you have a daily success but there's something way way more to me empowering through intermittent fasting success on a day-by-day -day basis than there was in the others of um, carb counting and calorie counting so I don't know what it is I just know that as I get to the 16 hour mark, I'm just like, I made it 16 hours. I did it. I, I only have three more hours. And, you know, now I'm in fat burning. My body's going to burn fat from 16 to 19 hours. So I'm going to, you know, and then I'm going to eat whatever. So um, that was another great result. All right. What I learned, let's see if I can do this without, sorry about that. Um, what I learned uh, is, again, just, reminded over and over again about how um, once a meal, one meal a day, OMAD, 19.5 or 24 or 21.3, how doable this is forever. Uh, my husband and I became empty nesters in the last year or so. And uh, one of the things that I always envisioned us doing was because we had seven kids and, you know, seven kids, you just have home style meals and you cook a lot and, and it's very laborious. And I loved it. I mean, you know, I just it was my life for 32 years. I just loved having a family and homeschooling and, and raising kids. But um, I envisioned us being able like to go out to eat, just hit, you know, my husband, you know, I work at home. So my husband coming home and then we just say, hey, let's go over to Zaboya's and and get some fajitas or whatever. And as I became an empty nester over the last year or so, it was like this isn't happening because every day is so controlled every night I only have this many calories left or this many carbohydrates left or whatever and it felt like I the only way I that we could really enjoy just going out to eat on a whim like that or you know running over and getting um, a, a blizzard which I haven't even done since we've been intermittent fasting but that's one of those things that I thought I would do if I could have anything I wanted. You know how you get in your mind what you would do if you didn't have to live like this, whatever way this might be in our dieting world. Um, but now it's just it's it's like that, and it's and it's fun because uh, I do plan what I'm going to eat. You know, throughout the day, I know what I'm going to start with, I know what I'm going to eat, um, and so forth. But um, it feels so doable forever. 
and you know whether I'm an empty nester or you know I have kids here you know whatever it for the first time I think um, in any type of program I thought you know I could do this forever um, I loved learning about the vacation parameters and how changing that to 16-8 I was still doing the program I was just changing my parameters I love that um, the low carb three days a week was relatively easy and I was really surprised by that but I got to thinking about it and the three days of low carb is kind of like all day fasting um, that if I fast until four o'clock uh, you can do it because it is a short-term denial and all other diet programs are long-term denials you know where you're just going to be doing this forever and I'm never gonna have barbecue ribs again and I'm never gonna have chips at a restaurant I'm always gonna have to take my own low-carb chips it tastes like flax you know like I said do I really want to eat chips that are made out of the one of the lesser commodities in the game of pit anyway um, <laughs> but but instead it feels doable because it's such short-term denial and I mean and I think the longer you have done other things and the harder those things were and the more you grew to dislike those the more uh, Intermittent fasting seems easy, or the easier it might seem. It's not easy. It's not, I mean, you know, I'm, those last three hours, some days are very hard. And, you know, I have to just plan my day and plan my schedule. I'm an entrepreneur. I work from home. And so, you know, it's real easy just to go out and grab something. And I have to be sure. Um, and it's real easy, like, moving from task to task. You know, I can stop anytime I want, which I don't because I love to work, but I could and eat. I could go out to eat. I can do whatever I want. Um, I won't because that's not me, but I could. Um, and so I think it's the short term denial that makes intermittent fasting so easy for those compared to other things, for those who have done other suffered through other uh, ways of weight management. And I think that that is the same thing that happened to me with the three days a week of low carb. I was usually doing it Monday, Tuesday. I did it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And um, it just wasn't that hard to do. And I think it's the same concept because I know Thursday's coming. And Thursday, when I am done with my intermittent fasting, I'm going out for tacos before we go to Straight No Chaser. And I know that that's happening. I know it's coming. So I can go ahead and eat my low-carb foods for three days. I can, you know, not eat any sugar. I can not eat that many carbs because it's short-term denial. So I think that, that that's the kind of the same idea. Another reason why I, I think I'm going to continue with the three days of uh, low-carb each week is because um, – a little bit longer windows on the weekend sometimes allows for a little bit more food and more carbohydrates and so then it's going to take longer for me to get back into burning to me for me to get through my glycogen stores so that I can burn my body fat and uh, low carbing those first three days will put me into ketosis faster and will put me into fat burning faster so uh, that's what I've been learning about that um, I again love the flexibility of the window times. I mentioned that. Uh, and I also have learned more while I don't want to do keto and I don't want to do low carb and intermittent fasting full time. I have been learning, uh, you know, about the benefits 
as far as going into fat loss faster with um, with uh, low carb for those three days. So anyway, I really appreciate you. Oh no. With uh, low carb. Am I still on? Okay, sorry about that. I'm not sure what that was all about. Um, so I really appreciate you uh, joining me so far and watching. Uh, and I do always talk about supplements at the end and what I'm supplementing with and how it is helping me in my intermittent fasting journal journey. Uh, but I want, but I, at the same time, it's my fourth point and my what I did results and what I learned. And then I'm going to talk at the end of my fourth uh, section will be about supplements, the same as it has been for the previous um, four journal entries uh, podcasts as well. So, but at the same time, I want you to know that I'm going to be talking about them so that you can sign off if you want to. Um, I want to help you with intermittent fasting. I want us to learn together. I hope you will join the intermittent fasting um, journal Facebook group. Uh, and it's really, I'm really starting to get that off the ground. We have a small group, but we're going to keep growing every day. Every day we've been growing, and uh, I'm going to be giving everything that I learn to that uh, page, that group, so that you guys can learn at the same time. So anyway, on to my supplements. I talked uh, last couple weeks about Plexus Slim, and then the two um, uh, fat burning slash um, um, uh, weight loss accelerants that Plexus has. So I'll just review that real quick. Plexus Slim is a pink drink. You shake it in a water bottle and drink it. Um, I drink it during my fasting window. I know some people say that you can't drink anything with stevia during your fasting window, but Slim has blood sugar balancing properties. So the four calories of the drink will not, does it for me, the drink does not make me crave. It doesn't put me into a metabolic state where I'm starting the metabolism or starting to, uh, you know, starting the digestive process. It does not make me crave, um, which a lot of people are finding. And I did too when I used to have tried to fast with hard candies and things like that, even sugar-free hard candies, that that, that did put me into, uh, into uh, glu you know, starting to, uh, release insulin and so but slim does not do that for me um, if it does it for you you can open your window with slim uh, if you would rather I like drinking it at 10 a.m. because it has a prebiotic in it that boosts metabolism and suppresses appetite so um, I really find that it works really really well with um, intermittent fasting it gives energy balances blood sugar has a prebiotic that helps with uh, metabolism and uh, appetite and um, has uh, uh, Garcinia Cambogia also. So really great. You can check that out at my store. Um, I don't know if I have that in the um, Facebook group or not, but I will put that in the Facebook group uh, where you can check out some of the products at my store. Um, also, you can contact me personally and I can help you talk to you about which products might help you the most if you tell me kind of what your situation is and what your goals are. So on to the two weight loss accelerants. They are Boost or um, Accelerator. 
and they are uh, both at weight loss accelerants. In other words, they are thermogenics that boost your weight loss and weight uh, fat burning. They boost fat burning. Uh, boost is especially good at appetite control, appetite suppression, uh, uh, accelerate, ex, ex, um, oh, yeah, oh. Oh. Um, I'm taping. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Accelerator also accelerates fat loss, uh, and it also has HTP5, which is an antidepressant property. So um, uh, those are really great in combination. You can take one of each, or you can take two of one or two of the other. You can't take four in total. Uh, they, the other thing that's good about the weight loss accelerant products is that they have the equivalent of one cup of coffee of natural caffeine per capsule. So for me, I'm not a coffee drinker. Many, many intermittent fasters rely on black coffee to give them caffeine to help suppress appetite. And um, since I don't drink coffee, I just rely on these. I call my caffeine pills. I just rely on two of these to uh, help me get that caffeine and keep that appetite suppression going. Also, if you are starting out uh, with intermittent fasting, you need to give it three weeks before you say, I'm starving, I can't do this. And with or, with or without the Plexus products, the um, your appetite changes drastically with appetite correction in about the week three. So um, I was even noticing it in week two. So you want to give that time also. Um, I, there are other products with in Plexus that will help with um, intermittent fasting. Uh, I'm going to be going over some of those later uh, as in other future episodes. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me and contact me for any help.